Hey, folks, what is going on? Justin Masson here with Nintendo Dads. And ladies and gentlemen, um, here we are. Here we are. A little bit of a different show today. A little bit of a different show. I am running solo, and maybe you're like, what is going on here? Justin, you haven't been around for a while. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am back with a solo episode. And here's what's happened. We have decided to let uh, the other guys have the night off. Because I'm going to be honest with you, a couple things. Uh... Jesse and Tim have been absolutely killing it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely killing it. And, uh, you know, I am not a I'm not a mean boss by any stretch of the imagination. I said, hey, guys, hey, guys, why don't you take your one night off a year? And you should do that today. So they are off for the night, Jesse and Tim. And Marty is at home with the family, not feeling well today. So if you're on the Internet, on the on the tweeters, uh, give some love to Mr. Marty Estes and his family. They are sick again. And so we are hoping a speedy recovery for them. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's just it's just me today. Just me. So this show is going to be a little bit of of whatever whatever is on my mind. And it has been a while since I have been on the show, on the podcast. Uh, so this could, uh, I, you know, I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't really know. It's going to be your journey. Don't really know where this is going to go uh, or how we're going to get there. But sure, uh, sure, if we're not excited, excited to get there. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. All right. We're going to we're going to have a bit of a show, have a bit of a conversation. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about my week. Um, I want to share a dad moment with you. Real funny kind of dad moment. Uh, yesterday, my oldest daughter, uh, went to get her braces, uh, rewire, they, they put a wire, new wire on every, uh, every couple of months to help straighten out the teeth and, and a new, uh, a new chain as well. And, uh, so go take her to the ortho and the ortho calls her back and I go back with her as well. Right now she's 14 years old, but I go back to be a moral supporting dad. And the orthodontist does a great job of like small chat, small chat, right? Like they always, Hey, how are you? What's going on? And, uh, and so the orthodontist says to my daughter, hey, do, have you done anything exciting this summer? Exciting this summer. Now, let me tell you what's happened this summer already. My kids went to summer camp for like five, six days. They did water skiing and they did crafts and they had really wanted to go there. So we were able to do that. That was exciting for them. Then after that, we went up to Red Deer and did a six kilometer mud run with another family. Uh, t- tomorrow or, or Friday, when you're hearing this, we're literally going to go see Hamilton in Calgary, right? So there's, and then two weeks from now, I'm heading out east to East Coast Canada and, and doing it. We're doing a two week road trip. Sounds pretty amazing, doesn't it? Sounds pretty awesome. Sounds like a pretty good summer. My daughter says to the question, doing anything exciting this summer? My daughter responds with, nope. Nope is your response. I just about, just about jumped out of my skin to the answer of nope. But ladies and gentlemen, I digress. Do you have parenting stories like that? I I, I shook my head uh, in absolute frustration. And then I said to her, I said, oh, these things that you've done. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Hey, eh? I guess so. Hey, but I digress, folks. That is the parenting life that we live. Hopefully you're having a fantastic summer out here in Western Canada. Man, it is hot. It is an absolute barn burner. It is a hot one out here right now. Uh, I am in the basement uh, and I am still sweating up a storm. Getting ready to turn on the AC probably real soon to uh, cool down this house. Uh, so wherever you are, hopefully you're staying staying safe, staying cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I hope that for you. 
Uh, folks, what do you say? Why don't we just jump right into the news, shall we? Now, here's the thing. You're all probably like, I did not know Justin had the capability of running a show all by himself. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I do have the capability of hitting intros and buttons. I have that on a soundboard. Uh, and if you're watching live on YouTube and Twitch, I guess not necessarily live, but you're watching. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm literally uh, for those of you that are on Twitch and YouTube right now uh, or who are listening to this. Actually, I'm on I'm doing this on video. I'm sharing my screen. I'm going to show you go through the news uh, because it's been a news week. So we're going to pull out some items to talk about. What are we going to talk about first? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nintendo's done a very interesting thing the last week. And I said this on our on our, our Twitter account. I said, like, is is tweeting out news the na- the new Nintendo Direct? Because in the last week, here's what Nintendo has done. They have tweeted out uh, about the Switch OLED Splatoon 3 edition. They have tweeted out about Kirby's Dream Buffet coming to the Switch. And they've tweeted about uh, Bayonetta 3. These are all things that you probably could have parceled together. But instead, nope. We're going to send them out uh, in the morning. Here you go. Here's some information. Have a great day. It's interesting after after the Nintendo fans have roared for so long to then say, hey, no, we're not. We're no, we're sending out tweets. And there you go. Uh, Very interesting approach. We Nintendo has done this before a couple of years ago. They did the exact same thing with Paper Mario. Hey, by the way, it's almost done. Here you go. Listen, if you're trying to find um, read the Da Vinci code of what Nintendo does to predict their next move, you're going to fail. Trust me, I've been doing it long enough. You're going to fail. Uh, So it's been an interesting week nonetheless. Uh, So let's jump into some of the news that maybe is new this week. So Nintendo did send out a tweet on uh, on the 12th of uh, 12th of this week, uh, July 12th, that a new game Kirby's Dream Buffet coming this summer to switch and uh, features local uh, and online multiplayer. I am reading this directly from MyNintendoNews.com. Uh, so coming out to the Nintendo Switch eShop, uh, so it's not a physical release, uh, Nintendo is releasing a new game, which is Kirby's Dream Buffet. And it is a four-player online and local game, a local co-op game. And uh, let's, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop this open right now. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I'm going to mute that. Um, and uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This is kind of like looks like Kirby meets Fall Guys a little bit. And uh, I'm going to be real honest with you. I this does nothing for me. Now, again, I, I've used a commentary before. If not every game has to be for you, but I'm going to tell you, um, I don't know. I mean, like, sure, this I don't know. This feels like to me and I don't know what this is going to come and price that at. This feels like a fr- if it's a free to play game or part of the Nintendo Switch online service. Sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. But if you're asking me to to throw together 20 or throw in 20 bucks to, to do this thing. I don't, I don't know, but it definitely, and I'm, I'm watching the video right now. Again, if you're on Twitch and uh, YouTube, you can follow along with me as well. It, it definitely has a big fall guy vibes to it, uh, except you're, there's only four of you. Um, and it's all placed in this kind of sweet buffet uh, area and land. And kind of the objective is to, I think at the end, be the Kirby that weighs the most. Uh, and then you win your round and it's coming summer of 2022. Uh, again, specifically download on the Nintendo Switch eShop. So we are not getting a cartridge on that, uh, but it does. It features online uh, multiplayer and local multiplayer. Eh. Eh is my response, which is um, probably probably not the best response, but I'm going to be honest with you. 
Uh, it does. I just don't feel like it does anything for me. I don't have a strong desire to play this game, uh, but I'm, I'm sure somebody does. And somebody says it's adorable, looks cute. It's probably great for kids. And uh, and so, hey, maybe if you're a Nintendo dad, uh, this might be a game for you. Let me know in the comments below. Are you excited for Kirby's Dream Buffet? Because this guy is not. This guy is not. Speaking of other games that I am not excited for, Bayonetta 3 also got announced this week as well. Again, Nintendo just sending out tweets being like, yo, we got stuff. Bayonetta 3, of course, was announced. Oh, my gosh, it would have been three, almost three, four years ago at a Game Awards. Now, Bayonetta 3 now has a launch date or launches on October 28th. October is becoming quite the stacked month, actually, for, for game uh, releases for Nintendo. A lot of great stuff showing up in that space. But they did uh, they did drop a brand new trailer uh, coming out uh, and, and they have a a um this kind of new uh, this edition for it the trinity masquerade edition which is essentially reminds me of the xenoblade chronicles 3 um edition and wanting people to get an art book and all these kind uh, of things as well there are some interesting uh modes in here as well um where was it i am trying to find out there is more of a there's a different mode what is it called Angel mode or something. Oh, my gosh. I can't even find it. Let me let me find this thing here, folks. Bayonetta 3. I hate to be this person. I don't care about Bayonetta 3 either. I don't care about Bayonetta. It has not been a character that's been compelling for me. Maybe it's because I find it over-sexualized. And that's not a, you know, again, that's that's my opinion. That doesn't have to be your opinion. But it doesn't really uh, doesn't really do it for me. And uh, not that a game has to do it for me, but I, I just this isn't a game. Well, great. Here's an example. For those of you who don't know, I'm having to log in right now with my age and uh, birthday. Just to get into the website. I'm going to I'm born in 1915 um, to verify it. So I, I, I don't. Bayonet is just not a game that I'm super, super interested in. Um, and again, that doesn't have to be for everyone. Come on now, where is it? Essentially, there is a mode now in Bayonetta 3 where let's say you're playing in the, the living room and the kids are walking through and you don't necessarily feel comfortable with seeing a, a, a naked woman transform and seeing a lot of nudity that you can have a it's like an angel mode or whatever. And and she puts on clothes. I'm going to be honest. I watched the video doesn't put on a lot more clothes. Uh, but enough that I guess it doesn't you may not feel necessarily as uncomfortable with folks, uh, you know, with playing this game in front of uh, folks as well. So I, you know. Bayonetta three, I know that some people are excited about it. I know that dad's after dark. Uh, John is probably losing his mind. And he's probably yelling at me right now. How are you not excited for this game? I'm just I'm just not. Like, it just feels way too over the top, uh, campy. I just, I just don't. Um, sorry, you know, and again, uh, games don't have to be for everybody, right? Um, so this game just doesn't, isn't doing it for me. But I'm excited that other people are excited for this game. I don't know. Does that make sense? You might also find, like, a reoccurring theme for me this year, and we're going to have a real talk about this in a couple of moments, is that I am... Real talk here, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed, not engaged. There is nothing that Nintendo is doing right now that I feel is super compelling. That is getting me super excited. And maybe I'm in a season right now 
Um, maybe I'm in a season right now where I'm just not really into gaming or not every game is for me. And again, we've talked about this. Not every game has to be for you. Right. And so maybe right now, you know, I, I got people gave me a hard time. Justin, did you get Pokemon Arceus? No, no, I didn't. Right. I got a lot of other games in the backlog and you got to really like you got to really make a compelling case. Oh, Justin, what about Kirby in the Forgotten Land? Yeah, no, you got to make a really compelling case. And I know that Kirby in the Forgotten Land, there's a lot of positive around. I just Kirby didn't speak to me. And maybe this is a challenge I'm having is that not a lot of things are speaking to me. And I picked up Nintendo Switch Sports and I picked up Mario Strikers. And I have dropped those games about as quickly as I picked them up. Um, I'm not going back to Strikers. And I know that that uh, John and Drew have the, the community and the um, the club set up. And I I just haven't been compelled to, to play or jump in. And it just hasn't kind of scratched that itch for me. And uh, and I don't know if it's just the season right now that I'm in. But uh, not a lot is really striking to me. And even like next week, Live Alive comes out. I've got a pre-order for it. I've played the demo. I played one of the three character demos. I was like, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, I'll pick it up and I'll probably give it a go. But it's just I'm just not being compelled. And this isn't to say that Nintendo is failing, right? Or or that Nintendo doesn't have a good year. Because I think for some people... Man, this I mean, there's this this is great year for some. Right. But for me, like, I'm just I don't know why I'm just not really just not really feeling a lot right now. Splatoon three. Not super excited for that. Right. Like, I'm like, it's probably just more of a Splatoon two. Um, you know, I don't I don't know. Not a lot is really, really speaking to me right now for for games to to grab my attention. There isn't I mean. Even from the indie scene, I'm like, eh, yeah, there's some games, I guess, right? Um, so I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. Let me know, folks. Let me know in the chat or let me know in the comments. Are you a person who kind of falls in and out of gaming? Is there seasons for you? Maybe I'm just in a funk right now. Maybe I need to find a game that really grabs me. I think the other part of it is I just, I just don't feel like I have time to play any games. And I feel like it's just a stacking pile of digital games or or, or whatever that's just sitting in the backlog and, and um, you know, it's nice outside and going out and do other things and just keeping busy. So I don't know. Again, that being said, I've got pre-orders for live alive and Xenoblade Chronicles three. I'm going, I'm heading out East with the family. And so I've got like eight hours of plane rides. So maybe I'm maybe, maybe something in there will grab me. If I'm being honest, like what I am playing, which we'll, we'll actually I'll talk about what I'm playing later when we actually get to that section. But I don't know. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now about, about video games and about Nintendo, but um, I digress. Let's not uh, let's not let my uh, my weird funk kind of uh, continue to continue to get in our way. A couple of pieces of information I thought was interesting. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge has already sold one million copies worldwide. I very much enjoyed Shredder's Revenge. I thought that was great. I haven't finished it yet. I've gotten pretty far, actually. Probably need to put like an hour, hour into it. But that that I that I liked. But it was like I liked it for the, you know, 45 minute sprints that I played it for. Nothing super long term, I guess. Um, what else we got here for the news? What else do we got? I'm scrolling through the news. What else grabs my attention? Um, you know, what? let's talk about this. Uh, Nintendo will acquire Dynamo Pictures, which will be renamed as Nintendo Pictures. So this is a very interesting acquisition. Hit the headlines uh, today. Now, uh, 
Dynamo Pictures is a Tokyo-based company, and it has actually worked with Nintendo in the past and has created, for example, the Pokemon, or sorry, Pokemon, Pikmin short videos. And uh, and so once the acquisition is, is completed, which is scheduled for October 3rd of 2022, it will be aptly renamed to Nintendo Pictures. Um, and I think this is kind of interesting. So what is what does this mean from a business perspective? I think it's very interesting. We know that Nintendo has that uh, the the film currently in production with the Lumen uh, Illumination Studios, right? The folks who did the Minion, Chris Pratt being in uh, Mario. Um, is this could be a couple things? Is Nintendo going to be making their own movies um, with their own studio company? Possibly, maybe, but I don't think that's probably it. I think that, you know, if they're smart, maybe they'll use the studio to create more of their own individual content, like the Pikmin shorts. Maybe, you know, we talked about that Star Fox uh, cartoon a long time ago that we thought was really fantastic. Maybe this is an opportunity for Nintendo to really diversify and do a little bit more of of video production work and uh, movies and maybe, you know, Netflix series. Um, I think that they understand their value. And, and I mean, the, the, the video game industry right now is getting more and more into cross media platforms, right? The Castlevania show, the Resident Evil show, a lot of properties right now are, are, are having more, more, you know, films and movies based about them. I think it's a great opportunity for Nintendo to probably own a little bit more control of that. I think when you're collaborating, you have to give away some control for certain visions, potentially, and, and agreements. And I think that if Nintendo owns their own production company or own picture studios, they can own a little bit more of their messaging, own a little bit more of not maybe having to make the sacrifices or changes or adjustments that they may need to when, when working with other big studios. So this is an interesting move from Nintendo. Uh, again, I don't think this means that Nintendo is going to maybe make in their own movies necessarily, but hopefully they use this space or use this acquisition to dabble into a little bit more of expansion of their IP. Nintendo has been very clear that they've been wanting to expand their IP. They have one of the best known IP and brands out there. Could this be where we see something like, uh, you know, a, a Zelda Netflix series? Um we have seen, you know, Amazon has made some big deals recently. What God of War is coming to Amazon, right? Or Forbidden, or is that coming to HBO Max? I can't remember. Uh, Twisted Metal's got a TV show in development for uh, Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West has got some in development. HBO's The Last of Us. Video game industry is getting, or video game properties getting into multimedia, you know, um, p- multimedia distribution like TV shows, um, movies, Netflix, streaming services isn't a huge shock. So I'm not overly shocked that Nintendo is jumping into the space as well. So uh, interesting to see what will end- inevitably come of this. But I think uh, I think it's an interesting move for Nintendo to kind of continue to to, uh, you know, own more of their brand and continue to move forward as well. What else do we want to talk about here? Um, bu- 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 I'm scrolling through the news. Anything else really grab my attention? The Cuphead DLC has gone platinum, shifting over a million units across platforms. That's a great one. It's great news. Uh, if you're a Cuphead fan, I've got a Let's Play on our on our channel. The Cuphead DLC is tough. It's tough as you'd expect, but I really, really enjoyed it as well. Uh, what else we got here? I think that's kind of it. I think that's kind of it. So uh, let's uh, let's shift over to what we've been playing or what I've been playing. Right. All right. All right. What have I been playing? Well, if you caught it from my earlier commentary, not a whole heck of a lot. Um, I'm playing some Fall Guys, actually. That has been what I've been playing. I got into a 
got into a mode with it last night where I played for about an hour uh, in handheld. I'm enjoying Fall Guys. Um, it, it's done some patches since it came out. Originally, they've done some patchwork already to make it a little bit more of a stable game, which I think is great. Um, but I'm enjoying it, right? I like that battle pass. I like the kind of quick in and out games. I'm interested to see how the game is going to develop and progress when they have the backing of Epic or they still have, or they have the backing of Epic. So Epic obviously known for Fortnite. So I'm interested to see how that's been going or that will go or, or progress playing some Apex legends, just jumping in there for quick matches, but I'm not really diving into anything long-term or, or, and I don't know again, whether it's just not having time or, or energy, um, but nothing out there is, is super compelling. I did pick up the Portal collection not too long ago. I'm excited to jump to that. I've never played Portal. Uh, I was hoping to play it with my wife and maybe play it together. So that could be some fun one of the nights um, that we could do that. And um, what else? What else? Played the Live Alive demo, paid, played a portion of that. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it, enjoyed it enough that I'm going to, you know, keep with it and uh, pick up the game when it comes out. And how long I keep with it will be the $100 question, I guess. So, yeah, I guess that's that's kind of that's kind of what I have been playing, folks. Um, do you, and again, we'll go back to this conversation. Is there seasons that you have where you're just like not playing stuff? You're not really super engaged. Maybe that's my problem. I don't know. I don't know. But folks, right now, why don't we shift over? to our sponsors. Hey, folks, of course, uh, Support Nintendo Dads is brought to you by two of our major sponsors. Number one being Manscaped. Ladies and gentlemen, it is hot, hot, hot outside. Uh, and when it's hot, you are sweaty. And if you are sweaty, you need to make sure you ain't sweating, right? You got to make sure that you are smelling good. So our friends over at Manscaped has some amazing deodorants, not only for your balls, which I absolutely adore and love, but under the arm deodorant as well, right? So you can stay nice and fresh and they've got a nice body mist spray as well. I encourage you, head over to manscaped.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Get yourself some other fantastic products. And maybe if you're also like me, in the summer like this, when it is super hot outside, you want to take your shirt off. You want to get a little bit of a suntan, right? Well, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a pretty hairy fella, so I don't like going out without my shirt on uh, because I feel uncomfortable. Well, they've got the Manscaped uh, the, or the Lawnmower 4.0. And of course, I, when you, I say the Lawnmower 4.0, you're thinking below the belt grooming, which it does absolutely fantastic. But if you got some chest hair like I do, you got a little bit of shoulder hair like I do, right? A little bit on the arms that you kind of want removed. It buzzes that off nicely. And the nice part about it, you can jump in the shower with it because it is water resistant as well uh, and, and kind of have all that hair just drained off in the shower as well and come out feeling nice and smooth. So when you take your shirt off, you got a little bit of confidence. You're feeling good about yourself. That is one of the things I absolutely love about Manscaped. Again, head over to manscaped.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 20% off and free shipping. Our other sponsor that I want to continue to talk about. I've talked about it being sunny outside. Well, if it's sunny outside, you need something protecting your eyes. And ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, where our partners Gooder comes into place. Now, Gooder believes gaming or sorry, ga Gooder believes that uh, that their gear, your gear should look great. They've got some amazing sunglasses to use. I was out this weekend. I was doing a mud run up in Red Deer. You know, I'm, I'm running in the mud. What am I wearing? I am absolutely wearing my Gooder shades. 
keeping my eyes nice and uh, protected from the sun. I absolutely love them. They're durable. Uh, and for some odd reason, if I fall, fell or if they broke or something, by the way, I ain't breaking the bank because they're $25, $35. So it's not destroying the bank at all. But I love them. The, call, the quality is great. All of my pictures on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter uh, from the Mudrunner have me wear those Gooder glasses. I absolutely, absolutely love them. They're fun. They're functional. And ladies and gentlemen, they're absolutely affordable. They've also got some great styles for you to check out. I am a big fan of the BFGs. They are the wider frames are a bit bigger, but I have a big head. So they work absolutely fantastic. So go over there. It's sunny outside. Get some amazing sunnies. I had a friend on Twitter recently, Groucho Surge. He was looking at some sunglasses that had like earphones built in them. He's like, oh, folks, let me I'm going to pull the trigger on this. And they were 200 bucks. I was like, two hundred dollars. $200 for sunglasses. Are you crazy? Head over to gooder.com. Use a code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Get 15% off. And ladies and gentlemen, for 200 bucks, you can almost get nine pairs of Gooder sunglasses. You'll have one for every day of the week and two extras just because you want to. All right, head over. Get some amazing sunglasses. They got sunglasses. They got blue, right, they got blue light glasses, just like the ones I'm wearing right now that we've always been wearing for the last like six to nine months. They are fantastic products. Gooder and Manscaped, thank you so much for your continual support. All right, let's jump into, I don't know, a little bit of chat uh, thing. Sure, we'll use that. We'll use that. Uh, here's the conversation I want to have, folks. What am I actually hyped about or excited for? For gaming. And I've, I'm having this conversation because not that I'm... Not that I feel like there's something wrong with me or maybe that I'm falling out of enjoyment of video games. And again, I go back to the idea of like seasons, right, of playing video games. I think one of the challenges I have also is I have too big of a backlog. I have so many games at my disposal. And of course, we're, we're, we're so fortunate to be provided copies of games, both physically and digitally. There's so much, but I just don't get a chance or an opportunity to finish them very often, right, or, or, or go through them. I have an amazing backlog. And so... It's not for a lack of games out there for me to try or play. Maybe it's a lack of lack of not feeling connected with uh, with what's with what's coming out. And again, not every game has to speak to you. Maybe it's disappointment, disappointed that it feels like it feels like Nintendo sometimes doesn't make an effort. I guess you know it sounds funny. I want Nintendo to want me as an as a customer as much as I want Nintendo to do well. And I think there's a disconnect there sometimes. And here's a reality. And I've talked about this before and reminder, right? Business, Justin, companies are not your friends. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about your nostalgia. What they care about is what's in your wallet. It's a reality of it. But sometimes I'm disappointed. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I'm disappointed that Strikers didn't grab me the way it should have. I'm disappointed that the role of the game is not complete. And I had hope that it was. But yet, why? I knew from Mario Tennis and Mario Golf that it wouldn't be. Right? I don't know. What am I excited for, I guess? Well, I would be excited for to try Outer Wilds. That'd be great if that game would finally release. It's been out in limbo forever in a day. Don't have a date on that one yet. What's going on there? I am excited for uh, for Overwatch 2, um, but I don't really know what to expect, if I'm being honest. But I like Overwatch. <laughs> Mario and Rabbids, that gets me excited. I like the first one. Looks like they've made some good significant changes. 
but nothing else is really speaking to me. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, do you go through this? Do you go through these kind of weird moments of uh, of not understanding maybe what's out there or not maybe not not being as connected? And again, I, I keep going back to the statement that not everything has to be for me. So maybe it's just a season. Maybe this is a season for me to really sit back and enjoy what's in my backlog. Finish off some of those games that are that are out there. It's it's like I'm sitting at a buffet but saying I'm not really hungry for anything. Hmm. I don't know. It's a weird place to be, I guess. I don't know. Folks, this is a weird conversation. Let me know. Like like respond on the Nintendo Dad's Twitter. Are there times that you go through like seasons of like, yeah, I don't want to play games. I don't really feel connected to anything. I don't know. I don't know is not a great answer to everything. I just feel like I'm saying, I don't know. It's stuff out there. Nintendo Switch Online isn't really making me compelled. Right? Pokemon Puzzle League. I don't know. I don't want to play that. I'm going to be honest with you. True story. Nintendo Switch Online, since the N64 stuff has dropped, I haven't played any of those games. I never play any of the games that are sent out on Nintendo 64. Or, or sorry, NSO. Very rarely. I shouldn't say never. I've played a couple of them. But like, here are the updates for the games. Eh. Eh. It's kind of my statement to everything right now. I don't know. This is probably like the most uh, depressing episode of Nintendo Dads you're probably hearing. You're like, oh, I want to hear be excited about Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. Just not super excited about some of the Nintendo stuff right now. But maybe you are. Maybe you're like, this is amazing. Best season ever of Nintendo. Everything here is fantastic. If that is you, man, I'm so happy for you. I'm happy that this is connecting. I want to know what's going on with Advanced Wars, I guess. A great thing, right? I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, like to hear a date for that. Now, of course, I understand why that was delayed. That wouldn't make sense. Where's our Mario Kart tracks? Do we get an, an update on that? Maybe I'm disappointed that I we haven't heard a more compelling story from Nintendo. I don't know. But can I be disappointed? I don't want to be one of those people that whine on the Internet like, oh, my gosh, Nintendo didn't give me my direct. You're horrible. I'm out of here. Because there's stuff out there, but it's just not for me. And that's OK. I think one of the things that I've learned or I'm learning more and more in the last year is it's easy to get excited or, 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 or sucked into the hype cycle of a game, right? It's announced. We all talk about it. It comes out. We show pictures. We show screenshots. It lasts for three days. And it goes off into the ether. We're asked to consume almost the entire game in a weekend as if we are like never been fed before. and We're, we're, we're just savages on games. And then we go through the cycle again. Look at the game. It's coming out. Did you see the latest video? Hype. All the reviews are in. It's over the weekend. Screenshots. Boom. Into the next one. Maybe I've maybe I've uh, ridden on that roller coaster far too many times. And now I'm like, I'm good. I'm good to get off the roller coaster right now. I don't know. Nothing right now is grabbing me. And that's okay. I feel like this is a therapy session more than anything else for me, I guess. I don't know. What else is going on? What else is going on? You know, I don't really know. Don't really know what else is going on here, folks. Um, usually I'm really good at running a, a, a one person show. And right now, this is just this weird awkwardness of me talking to a microphone by myself. Um, I just want to say this as I'm rounding up the show here. You're like, oh, please, God, please be ending the show. 
Um, thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening and supporting our show and our podcast for as long as you have been. Man, I really appreciate you. I appreciate the work or the effort that it takes to, you know, subscribe and be active in our community. Um, I want to also say a big thank you to Tim and to Jesse and to Marty. Um, man, what, you know, I wish, I wish sometimes everyone would see um, behind the scenes, the amount of work um, and effort that those guys put in every week to put a show together to get content ready for for us and and you know get a, get our notes ready get the show prepared update our documents um make um content um let's plays and unboxings and uh yeah i just really appreciate them i appreciate there's a bunch of content creators in the background as well that we get a lot of codes and they're able to make content for us uh, as well hambo and johnny solo something um you know you guys are you guys are fantastic um i really appreciate all that as all that work as well um and then yeah i just yeah i just appreciate the community our community is absolutely fantastic um you know, I can, I can feel tired or drained or need somewhere to connect with. And, and man, there's folks in that community who, who are just so engaged and so, um, so connected with our content, right? Uh, I think guys, the dads after dark, you got the, the strikers league going on, you got the chubby club going on, man. I just, people, you know, the community, the community is really the, just the heartbeat of our, of our group. And we're just so fortunate to be able to spend some of our time and energy together. Um, so I, I, I just want to say that I just want to say thank you to, to everyone who's supported the show and continues to support the show. Um, yeah. Uh, this probably sounds like you probably like, is the show ending? Is it going somewhere? No, it's not. It's you know, we'll be back next week with more episodes as well, uh, as we do, but I just wanted to say thank you. Cause I don't think we say that enough. You know, I, um, I don't think we say that enough to to just people generally in our lives, right? To say thank you enough to our friends and our family and our our spouses, our partners. Um, you know, make sure you make sure you say thank you uh, to people who help you, um, and just say thank you in general because um, I think we just don't we just need to do that more, right? We need to be kinder to each other. I think, right? Um, we live on on the internet, right? And the internet is is known for jerks and people who are sometimes trolly, and I think sometimes we just need to be kind, right? I can tell you that uh, putting kindness out in the world, putting goodness out in the world is not going to be, it's not a lost leader for anyone, right? And sometimes right now, I think we need a little bit more of that. We need a bit more listening, a bit more seeking to understand, a bit more asking questions before we react. We need a bit more kindness and uh, goodness. And so I just, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you for, for everyone who is so supportive and so kind and so good. Uh, to us and uh, and supportive of what we do. We really do appreciate you. Um, I know this, this episode's really super weird. Usually I'm much better at this. Um, I don't know why. Maybe I'm having this existential crisis uh, today. I don't know. It's my birthday coming up soon. Um, not And also I say that not to be all of a sudden tweeted for like, happy birthday, Justin. Um, but just more of a, maybe there's a, maybe there's a midlife crisis I'm going through in some way. Probably not though. I'm just, just being reflective. Um, like, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're never going to want to come back to the show again. If you're new to this show and you're like, what did I just walk into? I am sorry. The much Usually this show is much better. Usually this show is, is absolutely a fantastic group where three to four people, uh, friends from around the Internet come around. New York dads who discuss Nintendo and the nerdy news and video games and our passion for it. And, uh, and today uh, those people get a break. Those people get a day off. And uh, I'm just excited they get that time. We're going to be back next week with more episodes, more content like we always do. Um, so for right now, I, I'm going to get ready to uh, to head out. 
big thanks to um is it in playing there it is uh big thanks to oc remix so it's the music you hear throughout the show uh if you like what we do head over to all of our social media aspects we're on facebook twitter instagram youtube twitch all those things subscribe um let us know that uh, you like our content let us know if uh if it's you know Give us those likes, those thumbs up, whatever it is. Um, or if you don't like our content, don't do anything. I don't care. That's fine, too. Um, but that's where you can find us. You can also find us at NintendoDads.org. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, hey, you know, feel free to leave a comment or review. Maybe you're like, this was the weirdest episode ever. I never want to do this again. This guy's horrible. That's OK, too. You can say that. I don't care. Um, yeah, be good. Be kind. Um, thank you for listening uh, for myself. And uh, the rest of the dads, Marty, Jesse, and Tim, uh, take care of yourself. We'll talk later. Bye-bye.